Introducing the Dunkin' Run, a dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee? You got it. Ooh, wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, <clears throat> back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. I bow my knee 
prayer. Praises be to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Holy One of Israel, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. I give you thanks and praise for your goodness, your mercy, and your grace. I give thanks for a mind to pray, a heart to seek your face, and authority to bring my members into subjection. I thank you for this moment and the opportunity that each day brings. I know that each day is special, and I am empowered with unlimited potential. There are no ceilings on my life, obstacles that cannot be overcome, or barriers that can stand in my way. In fact, this is the greatest day of my life, and I am free to exercise all of the gifts and talents you have blessed me with. My hopes and dreams can manifest today, and I approach this moment with great expectation for miracles, breakthrough, and deliverance. I stand before you, Lord, naked, offering no excuses or justifications for my shortcomings and weaknesses. I come, Lord, seeking your standard and not those of men. I pray that you will forgive me my sins, known and unknown. Forgive every thought, deed, action, motive, or intent of my heart that is not lined up with your word, your will, or your calling and purpose for my life. Please forgive secret faults and uproot any seed of discontent that has been planted in my life. Forgive me, Lord, if I have held back the tide, and give me a heart to restore every person that I have wronged. Just as you forgive me, I forgive those that have wronged me, and I let go of any art, bitterness, or ill will that I have held in my heart. I will not allow sin and bitterness to cut off the flow of blessings into my life. I repent right now in the name of Jesus, and I receive the power of the blood to cleanse me from all iniquity. I come before you, Lord, with a heart that is after your own, and a mind that has stayed on you. I thank you, Lord, for saving me from myself and the consequences of sin. I surrender, Lord, and give you total and complete reign over my life. I willingly submit to you in thanksgiving and praise. I thank you, Lord, for the relationship and fellowship that you have allowed me to share with you. I thank you for every moment, prayer, word, and opportunity to gain revelation and understanding concerning you. Forgive me for the times I have taken you for granted or moments where I have allowed my focus and discipline to slip. I choose you, Lord, and all of your benefits and denounce all ties and fellowship with the world. I have no place in the world and denounce everything that it offers. You have given me a choice, Lord, 
and I choose to be in covenant with you. I have crossed the line of no return, and I will not look back. Each day I am getting more and more like you and growing further and further from this world. My reality in Christ is more real than what my natural eyes behold, and I know that you are not a million miles away. You are right here with me every step of the way. I will have confidence in you, Lord, concerning every situation I face, every decision I make, and every temptation in my path. Give me an ear, Lord, to hear your instruction, eyes that will not be deceived, and a heart that will remain faithful. My life has been built on the foundation that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. You died on the cross for my sins and your blood was shed for me. I exercise total faith and confidence in my belief that death was powerless to hold you in the grave and that you rose again and resurrected every dead thing. I receive your resurrection power and declare that there is no dead thing in my life. I speak life in all things pertaining to me. Even now, Lord, I pray that you will breathe life into my relationships, my home, my dreams, my career, and my calling and purpose. Let there be no cracks in my foundation and restore every bone that has been broken. I pray, Lord, that dead branches be pruned for me and my harvest bear much fruit. I offer no resistance and pray that all ungodly distractions be pruned for me, whether they are people, unhealthy relationships, environments, dead situations, ungodly influences, or anything that is not expedient for me. I distance myself right now from every dead thing and release them from my life in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord, that I have inherited life through your sacrifice, forgiveness for my sins through your blood, revelation through your word, and I have been empowered by your spirit. I take precious time, Lord, to fully grasp and consider what my relationship with you means. Help me to never lose sight of the fact that I have an adversary that must be fought each day. My adversary is the world and Satan, who is the prince of this world. The world around me is not my home, and each day it becomes more a reflection of Satan, its prince. I am not ignorant to Satan's devices, and I understand that the world is designed for my destruction. The allurement of pleasure and the temptations that cross my eyes are for the purpose of robbing me of everything I have inherited through Christ. Every trap, every lust, and the pride that is in the world are set against me on all sides. The hope that I have is in patiently walking according to your word and staying firm to the covenant I have made with you. The world cannot strip me of my authority, but I can hand it over. I will not be deceived by what I see, hear, or how I feel. If it is not of God, then it is for my destruction. Help me, Lord, to see the spirit behind the temptation. The word tells me that Satan came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus comes that I might have life and have it more abundantly. I rebuke and bind every influence that seeks to draw me away from you. For it is nothing more than a gateway to hell and will rob me of my eternal destiny. Father, I know you are able to do all things, and there is nothing that is impossible for you. Right now, Lord, I remember my first love, and I am prepared today to exercise faith in the light of circumstances, sacrifice my own wants and desires in order to embrace yours, stand on the word of God, even if it causes me to be peculiar, deny my flesh and feelings regardless of the temptation, and not make decisions based on what I see or think. I will forget about the past and press towards the mark. I will walk as a prophet of God, put my head up, and if anybody is there to encourage me, then I will encourage myself. I will not be ashamed to follow the examples of Christ, even in the face of persecution, to think differently in the light of the negative labels and slander I may endure. Nor will I be afraid to take a stand in the minority, even if it seems as if the whole world is standing against me. I am willing to abstain when others are eager to participate, to speak out when my words may cause me to be ostracized, 
and to believe the Bible, even when it is the unpopular thing to do. In other words, I am prepared to live like Jesus. I release my faith right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever situation I'm in, whatever I'm dealing with, and regardless of what odds are against me, I will be steadfast and unmovable. I am an elite company and encompassed about by a great cloud of witnesses. The words of this prayer will comfort me, build up my spirit, man, and encourage me in the way. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down Satan and his forces of darkness from any involvement, activity, or distractions in this prayer. I commission my angels to come against every thought, feeling, influence, and hindrance that is set against me. I stand in the gap for my family and friends and pursue the Lord with all of my heart. Even as I hear the words of this prayer, my body is regenerating itself. My body is preparing itself for another productive day. My body is developing according to your plan, and health is being released in all of my organs, tissue, bones, bodily systems, veins, arteries, and muscles. My brain is processing the information consistent with your word and filtering out everything that is not of you. My heart is being protected from all ungodly influences and my innocence is being guarded. I have and will always have a sound mind that is saturated in your word. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke evil spirits from attaching to me in any way, shape, or form. They have no place, familiarity, or invitation in my life. They do not enter into my eyes, my ears, my mind, or my heart. My spirit, man, has victory over them all the days of my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and cast down and break all generational curses. I decree by the blood of the Lamb and the power given to me as joint heir with Jesus Christ that I will not be the victim of physical, mental, or emotional abuse, nor will I have, serve, or entertain idols or false gods. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I decree that I am not a covenant breaker, and my yea is yea and my nay is nay. I pray, Lord, that you protect me from all hurt, harm, pain, and danger, and those that mean me ill will. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have the patience of Job, the meekness of Moses, the heart of David, the favor of Joseph, the ear of Samuel, the courage of Joshua, the wisdom of Daniel, the zeal of Peter, the love of John, the faithfulness of Abraham, and the boldness of Paul. I abide in the fruits of the Spirit all the days of my life, and even now these fruits are growing in me. Lord, help me to be a person of great faith, consistent in good deeds, and a constant encourager. I will continue to love you with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit, and to love my neighbor as myself. In the name of Jesus and the power of your blood, I pray, Lord, that you are first in everything that I do, and I have no priority greater than you all the days of my life. I am eternally connected to you and have an expectation in heaven. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I pray that my face be before the Lord always and that your angels encamp around me and deliver me. Order my steps in the word and design my days according to your will. The Lord touches my mouth and puts his words in it. Lord, I will go wherever you send me and speak whatever you give me to speak. I am not afraid of their faces because your sword protects me at all times. Father, you are my sustainer, my provider, my comforter, my guide, my strength, and most of all, my friend. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I equip myself right now with the whole armor of God that I am covered from head to toe in every aspect of my life. There should be no parts of my life that are exposed on the inside or out, but all should be covered by the blood of Jesus. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I put on the helmet of salvation. I have been redeemed from all traces of poverty, and I rebuke and bind a poverty spirit. You supply all of my needs, and I am blessed all the days of my life. 
In the name of Jesus, I speak abundant harvest in my life. My bank accounts are overflowing and my barns are full. The blessings of the Lord overtake and pursue me all the days of my life. I speak financial security and wholeness over my family and the perfect will of God in my life. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I rebuke, bind, and curse the spirit of death. I shall not see untimely death, nor shall death have any hold over me. I shall fulfill all of my days, months, hours, years, minutes, and seconds. I have divine order in my life, and death has no grip on me. A thousand shall fall by my side, and ten thousand by my right hand, but it shall not come nigh me. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, my feet are shod with the gospel of peace. Peace rests upon me and covers my mind and heart. I have peace in the midst of storms, chaos, and confusion. Your peace comforts me in times of trial and sustains me from being weary. It surpasses all understanding, rendering logic helpless, and my faith sustains me. Father, you are an awesome God. You are not a million miles away, but right here with me each and every day. You walk with me, talk with me, and guide me every step of the way. You love me, and I rest in you, and I know that you are my God. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, I have been empowered with the sword of the spirit, and I have authority over all power of Satan. I rejoice and celebrate that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life. The sword of the Lord shall never depart from me, and I speak boldness into my spirit. I rebuke, bind, and cast down the spirit of fear. You have not given me the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When I walk through the waters, you are with me. When I go through the rivers, you help me. And when I pass through the fire, the flame does not kindle upon me. You have set your love upon me, and you protect me all the days of my life. The hands of protection rest on me, and your fire shall be in my spirit. In the name of Jesus and the power of his blood, the shield of faith is an extension of my arm. My faith shall not fail me, and I trust in the Lord with all of my heart, mind, body, soul, and spirit. If you said it, then I know that you will do it. You shall not withhold any good thing from me and you are able to perform your word in my life. I fortify my faith by releasing the promises of God into my life. Every word you have spoken concerning my destiny shall be established and come to pass, and my enemies shall not prevail against me. In the name of Jesus, I pray over my marriage. I pray that my marriage will continue to be everything that the word of God called it to be. My marriage shall be built on faithfulness, trust, loyalty, and a mutual love of God. You shall be the head of my house, at the center of everything we do. And the word of God shall be the binding and final authority in all matters. I am God's ambassador in my house, and I shall cover my spouse all the days of my life through my word, examples, character, and deeds. My marriage is blessed and washed in the blood and shall weather any challenges that arise against it. Our love continues to grow stronger each day as the Lord allows us to see more of him in one another. If I am single, then I confess total contentment within myself, wholeness in my life, patience to wait on God and security in Christ. I am a person of high self-esteem and significant value to the kingdom. I will not compromise my covenant with God, nor will I allow fear to cause me to operate in the fleshly realm. I exercise complete and total control over my mind, my will, and my emotions, and I do not leave any doors open for Satan to sneak in. I understand that every relationship is not for me. Every person does not have my best interests. All that glitters isn't gold, and every sugary thing is not sweet. In the name of Jesus, I will not be distracted by counterfeits and wolves in sheep's clothing. I will not lower my biblical expectations, nor will I give in to the pressures of the world. I have total confidence in God and the plan that he has for my life. In the name of Jesus, I surrender my children to you, Lord, 
and trust you to impart me with the ability and wisdom to raise them in the fear of the Lord. I make a commitment to my children to openly receive the instruction in your word on how to raise them, love them, and properly present them before you at that day. I pray that your calling and purpose will be fulfilled in them and ask that you guide and direct me in all matters concerning them. I shall be careful to represent you before them in everything that I say or do. I commit to live holy before them and set godly examples for them to follow. I shall not be a hypocrite and I shall practice what I preach. I shall be a provider and protector for them and make whatever sacrifices are necessary to ensure them a wonderful life. I shall fight to preserve their innocence and protect them from the brainwashing of the world. My expectation in them shall come to pass and the blessings set out in your words shall be established in them. My children shall see you in everything that I say and do. In the name of Jesus, I seal my soul to the words of this covenant, that it is the declaration of my heart, that every word be lined up with the perfect will of God and line by line with his understanding. Let the Lord Jesus Christ be the final arbitrator of my mind and heart and that this covenant be in all ways pleasing in the sight of God. I thank you, Lord, that you love me and that you hear me. I thank you, Lord, for a mind to share intimate fellowship with you. I thank you that these words shall be established in my heart and mind, that they shall be a part of me and guide and direct my paths at all times. I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity and this second chance. I look forward to your return, and I know that nothing that I have done or sacrifice has been in vain. Thank you for this life, who I am in Christ, and for all blessings you have bestowed upon me. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. I tell you that. There's That's, another time for this, the battle-ready prayer is what that was. Yes, and, uh, and we all meet that prayer. Every day. It's a prayer that it covers everything that's going on in the world now, everything that went on in the world before now. It's a prayer that we, we need to hear every day. Because we are in a battle as we speak. You are listening to LPJ 64 with Mr. and Mrs. Sweet Bang Bible Study Hour. And we're going to be talking about the power of fasting and prayer. Yeah, fasting and prayer. They, and they go together. That's right. Uh, they go work together and fast and pray together. How well they work together and uh, how uh, our Heavenly Father appreciates when we do both of them together. That's right. We're going to start with Mark chapter 9, verse 28 and 29. And when he had gone indoors, his disciple asked him privately, Why could not we drive it out? And he replied to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. Well, and some things we have to, we have to fast and pray about because when you fast and pray that means you put food aside everything that's aside right. and you focus on praying you focus on whatever, talking that's right whatever situation that you're going through whatever is going on that need the fast and the prayer we need it more now than ever yes i mean you, you put all things to the side even food that's and right. focus on God and focus on taking uh, your troubles and trials and tribulation to God, whatever it may be, and focus on that to talk to uh, the Heavenly Father about whatever uh, the, the problem may be. It may be your loved one, it may be your 
steps someone, it may be your, it may be your marriage, it may be uh, your friend's marriage, it may be... Somebody may be addicted to drugs, alcohol, whatever it may be. Yeah. Fascinating prayer. We're going to talk more about that. So we are living in the most solemn period of this world's history. The destiny of earth teeming multitude is about to be decided. Our own future, well-being, and also the salvation of other souls depend upon the course which we now pursue. So we need to be guided by the spirit of truth. Every follower of Christ should earnestly inquire, Lord, what will thou have me to do? We need to humble ourselves before the Lord with fasting and prayer and to meditate much upon his word, especially upon the scenes of the judgment. We should now seek a deep and living experience in the things of God. We have not a moment to lose. Events of vital importance are taking place around us. And we are on saints enchanted ground. Sleep not, sinners of God, the foe is lurking near, ready at any moment, should you become lax and drowsy, to spring upon you and make you his prey. That's right. Amen. Amen. So you now remember Jesus fast and prayed. So when yes. Jesus was led to the wilderness to be right. tempted, he was led by the Spirit of God. He did not invite the temptation. He went to the wilderness to be alone, to contemplate his mission and work by fasting and prayer. He was to grace himself for the blood-stained path he must travel. But you know, Satan knew that the Savior had gone into the wilderness, and he thought this is the best time to approach him. Well, we, as we know, that uh, nothing fears Satan more than prayer. I mean, he don't care about how, much, how well you know the Bible, how many scriptures you know, mm -hmm. uh, how well you can quote scripture. What fears him is when you get on your knees and you fast and you pray. That brings fear to him. That's that's like war prayer for Satan when you get on your knees and go to your heavenly father. Now that exactly puts, right. that puts fear into his soul. He cannot handle it when you when you pray. Because when you pray, he knows he's in trouble. That's correct. You gotta remember that many of us who profess godliness do not inquire into the reason of Christ's long period of fasting and suffering in the wilderness. His anguish was not so much from the pains of hunger as from a sense of the fearful results of the indulgence of appetite and passion upon the race. He knew that appetite will be man's idol and will lead him to forget God and will stand directly in the way of salvation. And what is he doing? And it's standing in the way of salvation because he has, like you said, appetites of everything else but God's word and seeking him. That's right. And see, Satan knows when you pray, if you are in God's word, he knows when you are in prayer, you're in God's word. He knows that. And that that right there upsets him. He, he can't handle that. Mm -hmm. war. He knows that's warfare. He knows that you are in communication with God when you pray and 
you on your knees. He, he knows that you're communicating with God. And so, yeah. he, so he can't he can't handle that. That upsets him. It does. And we gotta remember also Prophet Daniel, he fasts and he prayed. So as the time approached for the close of his seventy year captivity, Daniel's mind became greatly exercised upon the prophecy of Jeremiah. We're gonna go to Daniel chapter nine in the Old Testament. Alright. Daniel chapter nine. Alright, Daniel chapter nine. Okay. Chapter nine verse four and six. Chapter nine. Okay. Okay. And he said, And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God who keeps covenant, mercy, and loving kindness with those who love him and keep his commandments. Now, let's see right there. See that? The, 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 the keeps the commandments, Satan hates that. When you pray to the Lord, those words right there. That not saying I was singing like whoa, bam. That not exactly. saying like because you're praying in God's will. Right exactly. there. You, we, those right there are all in God's will. And that, that not saying not the out the box right there. All right, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut oh, in no. on you, but that's why right. Daniel it, the prophet. Yes. And yes. he said in Romans five. And we have sinned and dealt perversely and done wickedly, and have rebelled, turned aside from your commandments and ordinance. Six, neither have we listened to and heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings, our princesses, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. Daniel prayed because he knows we have sinned. Right. And so he prayed and he fasted as well. Right. He prayed, he fasted, and he prayed. He fasted, and he prayed. He fasted, and he prayed. Because Daniel knew what he was. He knew he was a sinner. Mm -hmm. As well as you and I know that we're a sinner. We need to fast and pray sometimes so we can, we can let God know, yes, Lord, we, we're, we're nothing but dirty rags and sinners, and we need your help. We need to put aside that food and make that food to be our Heavenly Father. That's right, through his word, because his word is the bread of life. You gotta remember that Daniel's example of prayer and confession is given for our instruction and encouragement. Daniel knew that the appointed time for Israel's captivity was nearly ended, but he did not feel that because God had promised to deliver them. They themselves had no part to act. So with fasting and contrition, he sought the Lord, confessing his own sins and the sins of the people. Amen. And so we got to remember, he fasted. Also, King David fasted for spiritual healing when he was interceding. So David was fasting in deep humiliation. Pleaded for its life, he put off his royal robes. He laid aside his crown. And night after night he laid upon the earth in heartbreaking grief interceding for the innocent one suffering for his guilt. And Jesus fasted all the time. He mm -hmm. fasted and prayed all the time because he knew that he knew the will of his father and he knew he needed his father to be with him to the end from the beginning to the end. He 
He prayed and fasted all of the time, every night. He went to the rock and prayed and prayed. He prayed so hard that he, he sweated a drops of blood. That's right. And see, we got to remember that even as prophets done the same thing Daniel, King David, and the Israelites on the Day of Atonement, they fast. Mm -hmm. So every man was to afflict his soul while the work of atonement was going forward. All businesses was laid aside, and the whole congregation of Israel spent the day in solemn humiliation before God with prayer, fasting, and deep searching of heart. Brothers and sisters, we are in the time that so we need to do that. a lot of fasting and prayer. We are living in the time that we need to fast and pray all the time for our brothers and sisters in the world. All yeah, over. We just look around. Yes. We just look around and see the things that's going on mm. all over the world. Every one of us need to take a break from eating and, and fast. From, it may not be from eating, something that you love, TV, yep. uh, radio, music, the uh, computer, your tablet, whatever Facebook, Take a Instagram, TikTok, yeah. all of that. All of that. Take a break from that. It doesn't have to be all day. It can be an hour or two hours. It also can be like uh, from morning, from the morning to noon. That's oh, a good time. Yes. Yes. To fast in that time and prayer. And pray for the people that need to be prayed for. You don't have to know them. He's still your brother and sister whether you know them or not. Because we live here on this earth. If they're on the earth, they're your brother and they're your sister. And you should pray for them. And also pray if there's something you need to pray for yourself that you need to break away from. Yeah. That's another thing. We need to do as well. We're going to go to Luke chapter 2 and verse 37. Alright, Luke 2 and chapter 7. 37. 37, okay. Okay. Luke chapter 2 and verse 37. And verse 7, alright. We there, let's get it. And as a, win, a widow, even for 84 years, she did not go out from the temple in closing, but was worshiping night and day with fasting and prayer. Um, also, Prophet Anna was fasting and praying. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, and they just said 84 years old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. See, there you go. Night and day. So you got the early Christian church fast. So the death of James caused great grief and consternation among the believers. When Peter also was in prison, the mm -hmm. entire church engaged in fasting and prayer. Yes. I mean, I you, can, you can always find something to fast and pray about. I mean, if, if you think that you, 
you in good shape when you don't need it, but there's always someone else in need it. And you can fast and pray for them if you don't think that you need it. There's someone else that needs it. Well, I'll tell you this. I think we all have something we need to pray about that we need to break away from. And the Lord knows that. And the Holy Spirit will bring it to you of what you need to pray for. So, we gotta also remember Jewish believers during Esther's time, they fast. So, through Esther, the Queen, the Lord accomplished a mighty deliverance for his people. At a time when it seemed that no power could save them, Esther and the woman associated with her by fasting and prayer and prompt action met the issue and brought salvation to their people. You got to remember that. It's, we need to be doing that at this time. You know, we got so much happening, mass shooting. We got just evil all around us. That This is a time right now to be fasting and praying. You know, even the church needs to get together and do a day of fasting and prayer. Right. We are in the churches. Uh, members of the church is not getting along good. People are hating each other and the church people are starving and hungry. Mothers against daughters, sons oh, yeah. against fathers, fathers against sons. There's so much corruption going on in the world that we can fast and pray and not even have to think about what we need to fast and pray about because there's so much going on in the world. Exactly. As a matter of fact, you're correct. You can look around in the news and know what you need to be praying about. Well, yes. That's correct. Yes, we got we, we got enough going on. It's like a newspaper. Pick mm -hmm. your page. Yeah. Pick a page and pray. Pick a right. page. I like that. And pray. Pick your page. And you pray. know, when you're praying in Russia, that war still going on. Mass shooting that needs to be fast and praying. You got uh, basically a recession, you might as well say it because you got high gas prices, you got high food prices, right, right. you got uh, your electricity, you got this climate that's so hot that you can't even breathe sometimes when you go outside. Right, so like I said, pick your page and pray. So, in other words, he's saying, Let us humble our souls before God. Let the sin of pride be put away, that all superfluities of dress be overcome, repentance toward God be exercised for the high-handed robbery towards him, which has withheld money, which should flow into the treasury to sustain the work of God in his mission fields. Let the work of reformation, of truth conversion, be set before and urged upon the people. Let our works, our deportment, correspond with the work for this time that we may say, follow me as I follow Christ. Let us humble ourselves, our soul before God, by humiliation, fasting, and prayer, repentance of sin, and putting it away. Correct? Correct. Correct. You are so correct. Yes. It, so it, it takes a lot. But you know what? With this day and time, we better be praying all the time because of what's going on in this earth. Well, you know, the Lord said pray without ceasing. You know That's I mean? right. Without stopping. 
Let me never stop. Let me pray around the clock. Every day, all night. Every day, all night. Let me wake up with prayer. Go to bed with prayer. Sleep wake up in the middle of the night, you're praying. Yeah. <laughs> wake up in the middle of the night. Pray in your sleep. Pray, pray, pray. Never stop. Let me every chance you get. All right. That's, that's exactly right. Yes. Yeah. A lot of sins can be broken if we go ahead and we pray fast and repent. Yes. A lot of prayers, a lot of these prayers can be answered. People can be uh, healed. healed. Mm -hmm. People's lives can be changed. People, and you can be amazing what God can do. To remove mountains through fasting and prayer. If we as Christians would do our job, and do what God has asked of us, we can see a lot of people's lives change Amen. and a lot of people's lives turn around if we as Christians would get up and wake up and come out of our sleep and start praying and doing the things that Christians should do. We can make a difference in a lot of lives. Amen. And that is very true. We're going to take a break. And don't move that down. We'll be back to talk about some more fasting and prayer. So keep it locked in on LPJ 64, the Mystery and Mississippi Bible Study Hour. Sometimes we go through life and sometimes we burden down with different problems. And sometimes you just don't understand why you have to go through the things you go through. But how many of y'all know when we get over there where Jesus is, we're going to understand it better. Can I get a witness? And I don't know about y'all, but I ask the Lord every day, help me accept the thing that I can't change. Little old song. y'all know we got to come to the end of this journey sometimes we get tired but you can say weary of life the battle's been fought lord have mercy and the victory's been won Get hard sometimes. The staff. Oh, oh, the cross. A redemption. But one day, 
Y'all know what? We'll understand. I don't have no church in here. Then he gonna say, well done. Somebody said, oh, oh, when I come, when I come, I just need 20 people to raise your hand with me and say, I gotta come to the, to the end of my journey. <laughs> get tired sometimes. Anybody get tired? Weary. Weary. Of life. Of life. How many of y'all know? The battle's been fought. God already paid it for you. And the victory been won. Can somebody raise that sanctified oh, hand and say, I'm carrying.
do just what we're talking about mm -hmm. now. We must fast and pray. Right. If we fast and pray, then we'll let go all we'll let go of all that stress, all of that 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 energy that may be in us that is negative, we'll let go of that. I and like we'll we're in we're uh, pick up on that positive vibe and energy from Jesus Christ and, and we'll, we'll, we'll feel good. We'll, we'll get that Holy Spirit in us. We'll, we'll feel good. We want to tell somebody what God has done for us. We want somebody to know what God has done, what he's going to do, what he has done. We'll be, able, we'll be ready to hey, preach that Holy Spirit, tell about that Holy Spirit. See, when you get fast, clean the body of all of that negative vibe, that negative feeling. That's what fasting does. It gets rid of all that. And now that you said that, that's another uh, reason why you need to fast and pray is cleansing the heart yes. and promoting a receptive frame of mind. For certain things, Fasting and prayer are recommended and appropriate in the hand of God. They are a means of cleaning the heart and promoting a receptive frame of mind. We obtain answers to our prayers because we humble our souls before God. If our appetites clamor for the flesh of dead animals, it is a necessity to fast and pray for the Lord to give us grace to deny fleshly lusts which war against the soul. That's right. That's what fasting is good for, is to, to get rid of all that, that, that negative stuff. So the Holy Spirit can come in and fill you full of what? Glorify. Oh, the Holy Spirit. Right. So you can look up and glorify God. Amen. To Lord, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you've done for me. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done. Thank you for cleansing me. Thank you for God, we thank you for working in it. Then we can do that because you have done what? You have what? Fast and Fast and got rid of all that that uh, that uh, uh, negative crap that was in you. That's what God wanted to fast so we can do that. Then the Holy Spirit can come in and work with you. Yes, he can. That's right, because wherever such sins are found, seasons of fasting and prayer are indeed necessary. But they must be accompanied, accompanied with sincere repentance and decided reformation. Without such contrition of soul, these seasons only increase the guilt of the wrongdoer. The Lord has specified the fast he has chosen, the one he will accept. And it is that which bears fruit to his glory and repentance and devotion in true piety. Amen. remember that. Yes. It really takes uh, repentance, all of that. It's like we were saying, to his glory, repentance. And when we devote our time in the true piety of what we need to do, what yeah. we can. And repenting is good for the soul. That's what he yes, said. It's it good is. for the soul. To repent is good for the soul. That's to get rid of them, that, that ugly, bad fruit that's inside you. Bring it out. Bring it up. It's good for the soul. Well, you know what? And that is so true. We gotta remember that we indulge our appetites 
to eat freely of meat, highly seasoned gravy, various kinds of rich cakes and preserve, preservatives, but not immediately relish a pain, <laughs> a plain, wholesome and nutritious diet. Remember, the taste is so perverted <laughs> that they have no appetite for a wholesome diet of fruits, plain bread, and vegetables. That's right. So the, the fast will prove to them of a greater benefit than medicine, for the abused stomach will find that rest, which it has long needed, and real hunger can be satisfied with a plain diet. So think about it. Sometimes we need to get rid of all these sugars and seasonings and all this stuff, and, and fast, and ask the Lord to help you during that time, to show you some things, but you might not even know you're doing. What's that's right. You eat all that stuff and it clogs up the mind, the body, oh, and yeah. the man and body. You can't function right. That's why the Lord said fast. Cleanse your body and your mind. All else so you can think. That's right. So you can think. Because if you don't, you're all clogged up. Your mind clogged up. You can't think. Your body all sick. And, and so you know, oh, yeah. you, you need to cleanse yourself. All the information in your body. Sometimes you need to get all that information and toxin out by what? Fasting. And during the time you're fasting, pray. Yeah, fast oh. and pray. That's right. We know that uh, also fasting and prayer, it needs to be help us to prepare for the end time. Now and onward to the close of time, the people of God should be more earnest, more wide awake, not trusting in their own wisdom, but in the wisdom of their Lord. They should set aside days for fasting and prayer. Entire abstinence from food may not be required, but they should eat sparingly of the most simple foods. And so you hear that? You know, you can, even if you cannot stop eating, Fruits, vegetables, do that as you're talking to the Lord because those are simple foods and they won't clog you up and they won't mess with your mind. Right. Amen. Also, that, that's, and that's the way of things in the world. That's how God tells us to fast uh, from the things of the world. Mm -hmm. Money, cars, clothes, houses, things of what does the same thing, clog the mind. Right. Clog up the mind when you cannot function and think of God and holy things. You can only think of things of the world, and that is not of God. Which God said, if you love the world and love the things of the world, you're not of Him. Right. He don't know you. He cannot you be my disciples. Yeah. So you gotta cleanse your mind and clean it of those things as well. So fasting is good to get rid of those things as well as food and everything else. Also, fasting and prayer is good for unity and spiritual enlightenment. We will come together burdened and soul, praying that we might be one in faith and doctrine, for we knew that Christ is not divided. One point at a time was made the subject of investigation. The scriptures were open with a sense of awe. Often we fasted that we might be better fitted to understand the truth. Amen. 
Amen. Also, we're going to go to Mark 9 and verse 29. Mark 9, verse 29. All right. And, and this also, it drives away evil spirits. I know we have talked about that. But we got to remember, Satan will reinforce the evil angels who have controlled these persons. But if the saint of God, saints of God, with deep humility, fast, and pray, the prayers will prevail. Jesus will commission holy angels to resist Satan, and then he will be driven back and his power broken from all the afflicted ones. That's why he said in Mark 9, verse 29, this kind cannot be driven out but by anything but prayer right. and fasting. Yes. So, for sure, you want to get them evil spirits out. You need to run away and whatever's happening in your life, if you feel like there's evil all around you, fast, right? Ask the Lord to help you. And especially if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, you need to be repenting of your sin and ask the Lord to come into you so you can trust Him and walk by faith. Also, that's right. No, amen. Go ahead. I'm just, I was saying amen. I was reading okay. that when you were saying yes. Amen. And so also, fasting and prayers to unlock the heavenly treasures. Difficult points of present truth have been reached by the earnest efforts of a few who devoted to work to the work. Fasting and fervent prayers to God have moved the Lord to unlock his treasures of truth to their understanding. I agree with that because I know when I was Baptist, I wanted to learn more about the Sabbath. And as I went and searched the scriptures, praying to the Lord, he opened, he unlocked the treasures so I can understand the truth. Yes, thank you, too. If you want them, if you want them double, God will open the treasures up to you. Yes, it will be, be just as plain as daylight and dark. You'll be able to see the daylight and then you'll see the darkness move. That's exactly right. And we got to remember that fasting and prayer is for deliverance. Confidence, Je Jehoshaphat could say to the Lord, Our eyes are upon thee. For years he had taught the people to trust in the one who in past ages has so often interposed to save his chosen ones from utter destruction. And now, when the kingdom was in peril, Jehoshaphat did not stand alone. All Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. Unitedly they fast and prayed, and unitedly they besought the Lord to put their enemies to confusion at the name of Jehovah may be glorified. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we need prayer for deliverance. Whatever's going on and you need to be delivered, then we need to come together as a body in church, congregation, to come together as one and pray for deliverance for individuals or that person. That's right. right. That's right. Come together as a whole. That's come together as a whole. Pray for whoever that person needs or whatever that person's problem is, or as a whole for uh, the church, um, whatever the case may be. 
You go after one, two or more, the other in my name or the same record. He's in the midst. He's in the midst. And so we got to understand that unity is power. When we unite as brothers and sisters in the faith of God and pray on one accord, we will move so many things. People will come to God and glorify Him because we are united as brothers and sisters in prayer. But right now, we're so divided, we can't even pray for ourselves, let alone anybody else. That's we right. got to come together in union. And that's what we, that's another thing we need to be praying for. If you know your church is not on one accord, you yourself pray fast and ask the Lord to bring y'all together to unite as one in prayer. And that's what we're going to be praying for, for sure, is praying for our church. And we ourselves will come in unity so that we can pray for what is going on on the earth. Yeah. Or, or our children that need to come to the Lord. Or we got friends or those that are backslidden. It's a lot we need to be praying for at this time. And bring the church together so they can finish the work so we can go home. That's right, because... Prayer and fasting, like we're saying, is advancing of God's work. Also, we have to be doing that so we can do His work, just like we said, and go home. That's what we need. That's what we need to do. Also, prayer and fasting is for deliverance of victims and spiritualism. Some poor souls who have been fascinated with the eloquent words of the teachers of spiritualism and have yielded to its influence afterwards, find out its deadly character, and will renounce and flee from it, but cannot. So Satan holds them by his power, and is not willing to let them go free. He knows that they are surely his, his while he has been under his special control, but that if they want to free themselves from his power, he can never bring them again to believe in spiritualism, and to place themselves so directly under his, under his control. The only way for such poor souls to overcome saved is to discern between pure Bible truth and fables. Right. So fasting and prayer is good to discern the truth of That's his right. word and know right. the speaking error. That's right. Amen. Amen. So That's he's been right. showing us, if you want to know more, about the Word of God. We need to pray. Most of all, pray. Second of all, fast and search the Scriptures. He said, he said, we have to ask for the Holy Spirit. That's and right. it will be given to us. It will be given unto you. A lot of times we think the Holy Spirit just is there. And we don't ask for it. Ask, ask not. We have not because we ask not. That's right. And so how do you ask? By praying, by getting on your knees and asking the Lord to give you more of the Holy Spirit. Yes, and that's exactly what you right. praying and talking to God. And every day is a learning experience. You know, even we have to learn from His Word to get back to what we know fast in prayer. It will work a miracle in our lives and the lives of others, in our church, 
all you know out here in society what's happening around our children so many things can be changed can be broken if we go ahead and do the work that God has asked us to do as his people so we got to remember that the Lord has given us the promise if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not, and it shall be given. It is in the order of God that those who bear responsibility should often meet together to counsel with one another and to pray earnestly for that wisdom which ye alone cannot impart. So unitedly make known your troubles to God, talk less, much precious time is lost in talk that brings no light. So let brethren unite in fasting prayer for the wisdom that God has promised to supply liberally. Mm -hmm. Amen. Agree. Amen. So we know what we need to do. We want to have soul winning. And so for us to evangelize and be a witness for him, what we have to do? Pray and fast so that we can be out there as his disciples finishing the work. Yeah, we must pray, fast, be obedient. Those three things right there. Pray, fast, and be obedient. Amen. So, we thank you for joining us to learn more about the power of fasting and prayer. And if you want to know more about fasting and prayer, who do you ask? Jesus. You go and pray about that, and he will show you the way. So we just want to thank you for joining us tonight, right here on LPJ 64, with Mr. and Mrs. Sweetbang. We will be back. Don't move that down. We'll close in prayer, and then we'll give you our email address. So keep it locked in on LPJ 64, with Mr. and Mrs. Sweetbang Bible Study Hour.
once again. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Enjoying God's Word. Yeah, and it, it, it's just so wonderful when we all can just come and sit and uh, and talk about our Heavenly Father. Exactly. I mean, just talk about His Word and share it. It is so beautiful. Yes, it is. And we want to give you our email address. If you need prayer, if you have Bible questions, you can send us an email at robtgina50 at gmail.com. Again, that's robtgina50 at gmail.com. Yeah, here comes early in the week, so we have time to look them up. Make sure we have it just like you want. So we can look them up and give you the answer and ready when we get back here on the show. That's right. We're going to bow our heads for prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, thank you, thank you again for this time you have given us to search the scriptures, to look to you, Lord, that you are all the finish of our faith. We just ask you, Lord, to help us, each and every one of us, to learn about fasting and prayer because we need it more now than ever before. And that we as your children may unite as one to pray for what is going on in the earth. And we need to continue praying because there are souls out there that need to come back home and there are souls that need to be saved that do not know you at all. So help us, Lord, to look to you, Jesus. You are the author and finisher of our faith. And we pray for those that are listening, those that might hear the recording. May you too search the scriptures. Look to Jesus, pray, and ask him, Lord, what would you have me to do? So we thank you. We give you all the praise and the honor and glory. And I ask you, Lord, to forgive us of our sins. Forgive us of those little weights that so easy to set up. May you continue to use us in your service. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. And have a great night. May God bless you. And may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you a bundle of blessings. And have a good night. Good night.